ready for it? Welcome to Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. For us three Swifties, this is our holy ground. Every episode will consist of us breaking down a Taylor Swift song based on her lyrics when she wrote the song, our own connections to the song, and of course, throwing out different theories based on our girl's love of a good Easter egg. Come back, be here every Sunday for a new episode. Welcome back for a bonus episode between seasons. We are going to go over the hauntingly beautiful Carolina, which is featured only in the trailer and the credits of where the crawdads sing. So, yeah. Ooh, I do not know that. I haven't seen it yet. It does not play in the movie. Hmm. Well, what? Okay. What? Uh, well, like the instruments kind of play in between. Well, there's music. It's there's intru- instrumental music in the movie, but it, the Taylor Swift song song only plays in the credits. They don't have like any like lyrical music. Interesting. Yeah. Movie. So Cody and I will try not to give too many spoilers away. We both have seen the movie after we had a morning of paddle boarding to get us in that that marshy mind and then went and saw the movie rude we both fell into the reservoir as well so (laughs) (laughs) it's a great time (laughs) which i've actually never fallen into by stand-up paddle boarding but i fell in it was fun but um yeah so this song was sort of another surprise from taylor um, you know, we didn't know it was coming and it kind of piggybacks off of folklore, which is our season two album. If you didn't know, now, you know, and that comes out next week, we'll be starting our folklore overview and then diving in. But this song has the folklore vibes to it, but I also like to think of it as an older sister of safe and sound, which was a song off of the hunger Games soundtrack. The original one, right? Like the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with the civil wars. Yeah. I definitely like this one better than that one. Um, Maybe it's also that I'm just older and can appreciate her putting music to um, a movie, to a soundtrack, as opposed to obviously just like her, her albums. But this one, I just, I love the hauntingness of it. I love especially having read the book, I haven't seen the movie yet, but just having read the book, it just fits it so perfectly, yeah. which I feel like is, I mean, you guys can probably speak to this. Like, you know, so many things can get lost in translation between book and music or book and movie. So the fact that even just the, the lyrics and the music alone, I just feel like it's just a perfect a perfect match. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that like the the song like it it takes a special kind of person to read a book and go write a song that is so well balanced that it can be played on the radio and people are like, "Oh man, this is a nice song." as well as it encapsulates the entire book. I'm not going to say it encapsulates the entire movie because I don't want to like, 
uh, nothing spoiled by me saying that, but at the same time, I just, she had to read the book and then get the inspiration. And then that's how, then the movie came later. So to me, it's um, for that reason. And we have another song with the same title um, that like Harry and Taylor both had the same, Harry Styles and Taylor Swift had the same title for one of their songs. So I think that that's, I, I love when that happens because that just makes them like, there's something there, there's something going on, but then obviously there's nothing, but in my head there is. So that's the most important thing. Hey, what's going on in your head? Harry and Taylor in an alternate universe? I like to think that when artists come, that they had to like talk to each other about it um, hmm. and like give a thumbs up or something of that nature. And so like when they saw each other at the Grand, um, when Folklore won Album of the Year and like they, um, I, I was like, oh, this is where Taylor is asking for permission to call a song Carolina. Like that's in my head. That's, mm. that's, but I know that's not true. That's just in my head. That's like fantasy world Cody head, but yeah. Um, but no, I really like this song. Um, I think my favorite lyric is like, um, um, I make a fist and I'll make it count because that's pretty like on brand for where the crawdads sing, uh, my opinion. But if you haven't read the book or watched the movie, you got to do that. But I don't support the author, but it's what it is. <laughs> You don't support the author? Yeah. Have you not seen those those articles? She's wanted no. for murder, potentially. Yeah. The author of Crawdads? Yeah. She's potentially... What? Yeah. Yeah, they're investigating her for murder. Her and her husband. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. pulling it up right now. Um, it's a cold case. That's linked to them. Let's see. The wild story involving elephants, poachers, and alleged murder um, caught on camera in Africa has been hiding in plain sight. I mean, come on. She wrote a whole book about how to hide a murder. Like, that's the whole premise of where the crawdad's seeing. That's not a spoiler. Um, You know, there's a murder or at least an alleged murder or someone died. And yeah, this lady is now being the author is now being investigated for the exact kind of premise of her book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In Zimbabwe. Meredith's mind is blown. Yeah. I didn't know you didn't know this Meredith. I'm sorry. I would have like prepped you for it before we started. I'm glad we're getting a genuine reaction. (laughs) No, um, I mean, part of it is, for you know for those of you as we come back from hiatus i've been in italy for two weeks so like i literally was not (laughs) checking any forms of news and i don't know when this you know came out but um no this is like legit wow like if it was like one of those like weird articles i'd be like oh it's probably not real but like when nbc news kind of writes an article about it i'm like yeah 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 you might have done it (laughs) so maybe she has a 
Never mind. I can't, I don't want to give anything away. God, this is so hard. <laughs> Pull it together. You can do it. You can hold on to it. Innocent uh, until proven guilty. Yeah, that's the lawyer speaking. Just so we're well, on. The that's phone. how the justice system works. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, what I love about Taylor's song here is that I don't know if you've ever been to the Carolinas. Yeah. It does really make you feel like you're in the Carolinas back yeah. in. And they only used instruments from the 1950s, which is, which is the time period that this um, book takes place. And yeah, I just think it makes you really feel like you're like back in like the marshy backwoods of North Carolina or South Carolina, which is really, which is just like so cool to encapture in a song. Which like that, Go ahead, Cody. Spoiler alert, the marshy swamp area, that's where um, the crawdads sing, just so you know, in case you were curious of where they sang. Yeah, we never heard them sing, though. Like, I was a little sad about that. But do we technically hear them sing in the book? Christina, the crawdads don't (laughs) sing. I didn't know that, Cody. I was making a joke. Jeez, we're off our game today. It's been too long since we did a podcast episode. Oh, la, 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 la. Um, what was oh there was something I was going to oh I think that's just one of the things that I love about Taylor is like she she always gives like a hundred and twenty percent with things like this like she doesn't it wasn't just okay I'm gonna write a song right that kind of captures what the reader experiences She's like, I'm going to make sure that it's timely, that it's appropriate to the actual culture and mindset of the people in this backwoods town at that time. And I think it just, it just adds that additional layer of credibility to it. Yeah, I would agree. And, and she like does, does that with like every soundtrack song, I feel like every single one because going back to uh safe and sound i mean she did it with the civil wars which makes it easier to be like like this one she wrote with aaron dresner and it, it really does encapsulate some of his kind of vibe and his style and the safe and sound which she did with the civil wars also hunger games it takes place in the same area um, at least that's where Katniss is from, is the same area of the country that where the crowd ads sing. Why are you? It is. It's in like the South area, not the capital, not the actual Hunger Games. Yeah. Okay. I'm done talking, Cody. No, Tell no. me why you're looking at me like that. No. Okay. So growing up in Kentucky, they always told us that Cat, like the area that Katniss is from, what is it? District 13. I think that's what nope. it is. District no, 12. District 12. District, District 13 12. does not exist. Exists. That's right. Um, that District 12 was based around the Kentucky area because, like the Appalachian area. Um, Don't the Appalachians run into the Carolinas? But they're, they're yes, but two different geographical, geographical areas. In my opinion, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay. This also shows this map shows that it also takes is part of North Carolina, too. Okay. Well, I'm wrong. So there you go. Everyone <laughs> is happy now. 
Cody's just an idiot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had no idea about that with the Hunger Games. Just throwing that out there. This is getting weird today. <laughs> anyway, it's a beautiful Apparently song. I've been, mis- <laughs> I've been misinformed for most of my life. Well, if you didn't right. know, the capital is out here in Denver. So really? I didn't know that. I thought it was uh, like Sacramento or something. Oh, I guess it's like Utah, actually. Never mind. What? It's How like Utah, um, Utah, Northern Nevada, Southern Idaho. How do we know this? Because you Google it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I don't Google everything that I read. When I read a book, I just allow my imagination to take over. Thanks. <laughs> And then you find out in a podcast recording that the author is wanted for murder. So it's fine. The moral of this episode is um, you have to read further into things. You have to pay attention to the news. And this is a hauntingly beautiful song. That's true. That's fair. Well, what, what lyrics do you all, what stands out to you about the song? I'm pulling up the lyrics. I think for me, it's. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to s- separate knowing, like, what obviously happens in the book with this, because um, I don't want to give anything away if you've ha- if you haven't read the book. But I think the fact that I can really imagine the protagonist, whose name I'm totally blanking on right now, like lurking. Kaya. Say that again, Kaya. Kaya, thank you. Like lurking through the trees, through like the different parts of the marsh, you know, very much being a part of the community based on where she lives, but extremely isolated as a result of who she is in the community. And I just feel like Taylor really captures that with like, you didn't see me here. No, they never did see me here. Um, like into the mist, into the clouds. Like she's always just, she's always just lurking. Which is kind of what Taylor Swift does on a daily basis because she's lurks. openly, openly said she lurks on fan social media accounts. So maybe, <laughs> maybe been... that there was some intertwinedness there. <laughs> um, and then she's also like, I mean, we're recording this on, July 24th, the two-year anniversary of folklore. Hallelujah. Um, But like recently she's been photographed lately and normally we don't see any photographs of Taylor because she's like very well, like she keeps her private life very private, but like we saw her and Joe and I think it was the Bahamas or maybe it was was some island. They were in the ocean. Um, and then they went for a picnic together and stuff. So I was kind of surprised because normally she's not very like out and about and stuff. She, usually she's the one hiding behind trees and in bushes like Kaya, our main character in the story does. Yeah, she's been liking things on, on TikTok again. So who knows what that means? She's been liking things on TikTok. Wow, you guys have a whole other like view of this i'm just like i really like her okay cool <laughs> i just follow a lot of fan pages and they they're the ones Pointing finding down. out all the information and then i just look at it valid 
I don't go like follow to see when she's liking things. That's way too. I was going to say that's, that's, that's a commitment. On my suggested post on Facebook, there's like a Taylor Swift fan account that gives me all the update. Like when she likes something on TikTok, it'll be like, she liked this on TikTok. Well, I'm like, oh, thanks for telling me. Um, (laughs) So I let somebody else do my stalking like Christina does. And then I report my finding or well, their findings for the rest of the world of whoever listens to this. So that way (laughs) I like it. They know. Um, it does the same thing for drag race as well. So that's my other one. Um, but no, I, I really like the song and it really does kind of like take you back to North Carolina in that era. Granted, none of us existed during that era. So I, 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 I assume that's what it like kind of felt like at times, especially for like minority groups or for women. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about this earlier, not to spoil anything. I get, I don't think this really spoils anything, but where the crawdads thing is, I feel like kind of the reverse of the cardigan trilogy, like, and like there's one guy and two girls and then where the crawdads sing, there's one girl and two guys. Ooh. And then, um, but like the, it's, it's very different paths of how it happened. Like, I think in the Cardigan trilogy, the other woman, as I'll say, just kind of like, is like, you know what, just, I'm going to move on with my life, whatever. Like, I still love you. I still have feelings for you, but whatever. But with men, it's kind of very, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I still think that's true today is that sometimes I think men, think of their partners or spouses as like their property at times not saying this for everyone just saying that like this I think it still happens and I think in the book it shows that in the past that happened more often than what we would like to think it does um so yeah I I kind of found like the similarity but also the contrast differences between the two I love that point What are you drinking, Christina? Frappuccino. Oh. But crappuccino. Because it tastes like crap. <laughs> um, but I spent six dollars on it, so I have to drink it. Starbucks, rep us. <laughs> uh, that's not all those Starbucks lovers out there. Um, <laughs> all right. Do we want to rate this one? It's just a bonus episode. It won't go into any of our folklore ratings, but if you had to rate it, what would you give it? I would give it a 12 and a half. Um, the half was knocked down because on Spotify, they also released the like the two minute and 30 second, like the movie version or what, whatever they called it. And so it was annoying when I played the song and I couldn't just play it on repeat like five times because I had to click next. So that way I know there's a button that you can hit like repeat over and over and over again. But yeah, I just, I, I'm not about that repeat button life. Um, so that's, that's why it got knocked down half a point for me. So I give it 12 and a half. Uh, I probably do a 12. I think it's good. I love 
again, the haunting feel of it, it reminds me a lot of haunted off of speak now. Um, and that's one of the songs, like one of her early songs that I love. So that's where we're going to go with. I'm going to give it an 11 in true Christina fashion. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, because I really liked it when it came out, but it's not one of those songs that I like go and look for. If I'm looking to listen to Taylor Swift, it's one of those I think you have to be in a certain mood for. And so that's why I give it an 11. Whereas like things like all too well and everything, like I don't care what mood I'm in. If I'm ready to listen to Taylor Swift song, I'm going to listen to the, yeah. and it will, it will help change that mood. But I feel like Caroline, I have to be in a certain mood. Valid. So, well, cool. That's our bonus episode. Woo woo. Now we're heading it officially into season two. This episode was sparkling. Don't you let it go. We are just as excited to meet and connect with you as you are to meet and connect with the one and only Taylor Swift herself. So go follow us on Instagram at Enchanted Pod and tell us your theories, favorite songs, and so much more. See you there.